Hi there, my name is Michael White. And my name is Anthea Morfetis. For those of you who don't know us, I am a public speaker and I also do one-on-one coaching. And myself, I'm an author and a mindset coach. We're here today to bring you guys our podcast, which we enjoy very much called Love and Relationship Conversations. Um, We've decided to partner up together to educate people on how to have a relationship with themselves, how to have a relationship with others and get the relationships that they deserve and desire. And how we go about doing that is creating content for you guys that you will enjoy. And we're completely passionate about what we're doing we love what we do because of our own experiences in life and myself and Michael have known each other for a a good seven years and we've had many conversations about relationships and hence why Love and Relationship podcast was born and we welcome you to this podcast and we hope you completely enjoy Hey, everybody. Welcome to Friday's Live. Um, We're really looking forward to uh, having another plentiful discussion. As you guys know, we came back this week. Uh, You guys have actually been thoroughly enjoying the content. The engagement has been out of this world. So before I get started, thank you very much for everyone that's liked, shared, uh, especially the Facebook reels. Like, we don't get to do this without you guys. Yeah. And you know what? It's actually been an absolute pleasure to be back here again. I get excited that we're actually we're going live and it's like, yes, we get to speak about these wonderful subjects and bring some light to modern dating. And um, yeah, I absolutely love it. So thank you so much for all the support. And yeah, I've been watching the reels like the reels are going crazy. Right. Which is just brilliant. It's really, really nice to see. So thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we really appreciate you guys like liking all that stuff. And like we have like some crazy topics lined up for next week. Um, There's a topic that I actually want to discuss with Anthea, not on today's live stream. But (laughs) um, I want to discuss 50-50. Not Uh, paying for a date. uh, I like like, this. This is the greatest subject. Yeah, like paying for bills 50-50. Yeah. We've never covered that before. I can't wait to cover that one. I've got a lot of an opinion about that, shall we oh, say? Me too. I've been talking <laughs> yeah. to some people. Yeah. And uh, yeah, let's just say uh, the answers will be very surprising when yeah. we talk about 50-50. Yes. And today, do you know what? When As soon as I see the, the title, I said to myself, ah, this is nice. This is a really lovely one for me. This is what I study. This is what I'm about. So um, today's episode to me is like extra special because it is to do with like doing all the work, uh, the inner work before you get into a relationship. So, um, yeah, I'm really excited about talking about this. Well, I, I like it. And again, me and you might conflict on some things. That's where the topic's going to be very interesting. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, and guys, we won't be sharing a video today. It's just going to be a straight up conversation. Um, so, you know what? Let's just get into it and have a great time let's and do it before we get started guys like share and subscribe we put all our links down below on Linktree. we have a private facebook group we have all the tools for you guys to need to reach out to us ask us to talk about certain topics um everything we've provided all the tools um if there are certain things that you guys want us to discuss so just look down in the link and bios below 
And uh, yeah, let's get started. Dan, I'll let you kick this one off, Michael. Dan, okay. kick it off. You must do the inner work. So let's say, for example, I met a girl named Sally and Sally had like, uh, you know, being cheated on or whatever issue she had. I wouldn't cut Sally out of my life, but I wouldn't give her commitment. And I would wait for her to do the healing. You see, but that's also the negative side of it, too, because let's say I meet like sat me and Sally are talking and she's got like trauma issues from being cheated on or whatever her situation is. Right. And there's no one else in my orbit, but just Sally. Right. But let's say another woman does come into my orbit and then, and the ladies, this is why I'm telling you, you need to heal because if, Sa if the new person, let's call her Sarah is healed, most likely I'm going to go with Sarah. She's ready and prepared to be in a relationship. And I think I think people will do that quite subconsciously, especially to in today's modern dating, I want to say, because now there's so much personal development out there. Mm -hmm. People have kind of understood themselves at another level, understood why they freaked out about things, learned not to react so much to situations. Um, people have learned to actually let go of the past and be very present in themselves. Well, this wasn't spoken about years ago. Like, I'd never heard conversations like, you know, speaking about our higher self or healing inside. These are conversations when I was like 20 years old were unheard of, like literally. So in today's society, I think it's a brilliant thing. And like you said, if somebody comes along into a relationship and they haven't done that inner work and they meet somebody, something's going to trigger them. There's going to be something that triggers them. And then the next thing you know, if you allow those triggers to just keep multiplying. Like it's like that domino effect, isn't it? If you knock one down, the, the rest of them go down. And I think if you haven't taken time to understand your thoughts, your emotions, what's happened to you to accept what's happened to you in the past, to come out of the victim mentality, because that's the biggest one, is people like get stuck in a very crazy victim mentality. And I do it, I do it still every so often, I'll catch myself and I'm like, no, that's victim mentality. But if you, um, when people get to that stage and they actually under, sorry, let's go back a minute. We're saying about the domino effect. If if somebody's come and they're not healed, then one thing can set them off and that will knock off everything else because they don't know how to deal with it. But like you rightfully said, Michael, if some if another woman comes along, just speak about women for a sec, and she has completely, she's, I wouldn't want to say completely 100% healed, but yeah, she's more ready. on the, yeah, she's ready. She's 85, 90% yeah. healed. She knows where she's at. She's going to tell that person. She's going to tell the partner. She'll say, Michael, listen, I've been on this journey. I'm mm -hmm. healing. I've, I've healed so many wounds, but I am still going through it. So if anything triggers me, don't worry. I've got, I got it. I'm not going to, I'm not going to look at you and put the blame on you and start pointing fingers because that's what happens so much in relationships because people haven't healed. Yeah, and that's what's interesting, though, because you see, when someone's dealt with their trauma or they've dealt with their healing, they're a better suited partner. Oh, absolutely. That's what it comes down to. They're a better suited partner. So let's because they will be agreeable, won't they? They'll be the people. You'll be more in agreement with one another. You'll be well, more. That, well, that too, but it's also the fact of let's say they've healed because the whole point of a healing journey is for the journey to end, right? So once the healing journey has ended and this person's dealt with whatever trauma they've dealt with 
and that and they come along into your life and the other person's still on their healing journey the other person might get chosen over you yeah and that's yeah. what people don't understand like and i get it though this stuff is not very introduced you know and it was never put out there so then you have people dating people that aren't healed yeah. both ways and they can, and that baggage is heavy man when you, well, when not you only that it's destructive well, yeah, it's, it's, it is very destructive and it, it will wear your body down as well. If you carry on walking forward with with hatred or like resentment towards people or things that have happened and you hold on to that. It's like a new. Yeah. And when you get into a relationship, what do you think is going to happen with those emotions? Like well, with those people, too, because if, if you're like a nuke and you're going off, then the next relationship, you're just duplicating the same behaviors. Absolutely, and nothing is ever getting fixed. And, and and then, and then what gets said, Michael? Oh, I'm always attracting like or people say, yeah. I have comes. I always end Assholes. up with ourselves and the rest because you're not healed, and that's why. Because first and foremost, right? And I know it sounds like cliche to say, but it's actually it's what I believe. My I truly believe. Like you must. Be in love with yourself first. You must be like an acceptance of yourself. And I think once you can yeah. accept who you are, where you are, your journey thus far, where you feel you're going in your world, then that stands at such a different energy and such a different confidence level to somebody who comes along and hasn't accepted any of that and is walking with so much negative stuff inside them. You, you, it's never going to be a healthy relationship because you haven't got the healthy relationship with your first, with yourself first and foremost. Your well, that is process. true. But I think when we look at the deeper underlying of it, you don't even get the best version of them. And when no. you enter into a relationship, the whole goal is to give each other the best version of each other. Well, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. You got to give yourself the best version first. Like once you're the best version of yourself, that's when you're you enter into the, a good healthy relationship because you're turned up as the best version of you your partner's turned up the best version of you so what's going to happen is going to be an explosion of greatness between you two you well, know, you know let's talk about it what does the work look like because again i want to extrapolate because that word is no, I think very it's brilliant. No, it's, it's a good i'm doing the work but it's like they can never detail what the work is is right so i'll give you an example of something that um i've done work and actually sat and taught other people to do the same so there's different um clearing processes within yourself so you the work is to understand your mind understand your thoughts understand what's going on understand what what the trauma is within you and be able to accept that trauma and be able to forgive that's what's happened and forgive yourself for that experience or those experiences in your in your life and i think that is like literally understanding you inside and out why am i living what am i am i living why have i like what was what triggered those things to happen in my world and how can i let go of it and how can i let go with peace you know and to be able to say it's gone it's done because when you can let, when you let go of things, there's a whole, it's a different feeling that comes over you because you feel free, you feel lighter. You're no longer using this stuff as an excuse why you're not moving forward. So the work is being able to, I believe, 
spend time in meditation, quiet your mind to understand what's going on because so much happens in meditation to start with that your thought process is going off but you start to understand what you're about so I think mm. there's so many different you know even speaking about it to people or even writing down what's happened to you or you know writing down how you want your life to be or where you are right now and what's happened in the past and I think forgiveness is huge it's huge for what's letting go of things that you feel people have done to you bad but you've got to well, remember it's sorry. interesting that you say that though because like i'll use myself as an example i was a bad boyfriend not as in the sense of i did anything malicious but more as in the sense of i could never lead as a man mm -hmm. so in a lot of my relationships the woman had to jump in her masculine and it created a lot of problems and i never knew why mm. all my relationships failed because of it so until I actually started to understand it by coming across like certain content and reading certain books on masculinity, femininity, everything clicked. It's like, okay, this is why the relationship crumbled because I was thinking this way, right? Because I was brought up and raised by a single mom. So then I was brought up to just cater and pander to women. Mm -hmm. So then when you do that, she doesn't have much respect for you because you have no opinions of yourself. You don't know how to uh, assert yourself as a man and say no. Um, you know you don't you don't learn how to say well I'm not comfortable with this. Um, society tells men not to have preferences, so a lot of these things always kept me very passive and docile, right? And until I had still until I had started to have to do the work to say look, I need to kill that mindset. That's the thing that's holding me back from having the woman that I want because she's looking for a leader. And if you can't lead, shit, excuse my language, you're going to take an L. And I took a lot of L's in my dating life because of that. Another that, thing is too much of a nice guy. Yeah, but you you recognize that and that's where the healing started. So for you, you was reading stuff, understanding, yeah. oh, okay, this is what, and that's what's part of, that's the work, isn't it? You're reading, like that reading books. Well, the, the implementation audio. was the work. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think all of it's the work. Yeah, all of it's like, the work, but the key it, part was the implementation. Yeah, because like, people can have all this knowledge and not do nothing with it, which exactly. is just, just useless. So if you're going to do the work as in the 100% work, you must implement what you've learned. And if you're not That's implementing it, then it you're not key. doing the work. <laughs> well, because it was so difficult. And again, I'm going to explain it, guys. Being in a relationship and telling a woman I'm not comfortable with that. It was new for me. It was very difficult and new for me because I was always afraid of how the woman would react when I said it. If yeah. I'm like, I'm not comfortable with that, you know, she might be like, well, I don't really care what you're comfortable with. I'm not yeah. going to lie to you guys. Some women said that. Some women said, some women were shocked that like, you're not comfortable with that. Why? Tell me why. Like, what's going on? You know what I mean? Some are willing to listen and some are not. Mm. But it opened my eyes because when I applied the information, I got a different result. Mm. Because you're doing something different, right? You're thinking in a different way, which is causing your actions to be different as well. And it's, um, yeah, it's interesting because like on my side of things in relationships where I realized that I was being too masculine because I was, a sing I was the single mother bringing up the children and having to be both sides. And then I realized it started to, it was 
that same relationship that I speak about and talk with so much in such a short space of time, how I had taken more of a masculine role. And this is where I really realized it. And he had taken the feminine role and it completely, you know, completely crashed, didn't work. But I had to, I literally had to understand what had happened. And then as time went on, I was understanding, okay, it's because of the way I've taken the lead so much. And now I find it difficult to stand back. So I'm teaching myself to let it go. But now I've let, I've learned to let so much go. And I like, I want to be in that feminine energy and I'm not running around little children anymore having to be in that place. So that feels so good to me. So I know that I've done the work and I'm implementing the work along the way. And it does, it it feels good, man, you know? I love that though, because I'm actually going to spit some hot fire right now. Women only jump into their masculine because the man that she's picked doesn't not know how to lead her. Yes. And that's that's fact. And that's on the man. Because I had a conversation with a very um, amazing gentleman this morning. And I was saying that, think about the captain of a ship, right? Isn't the captain of the ship responsible for everybody on the ship? Mm -hmm. So if something goes wrong, whose fault is it? It's captain's fault, right? Yeah, absolutely. So if you're if you're if you're in a relationship and your woman's in in her masculine, that's your fault because you haven't learned how to lead her properly yet. However, where the defense mechanism comes in, because for a lot of women, being in the masculine is a defense mechanism for them. Because, and we've talked about this on the podcast, when a woman really likes a guy, it goes away. You don't even have yeah. to tell her to get rid of it. It goes away. It's true, actually. It's true. That is very true. Because she doesn't bring that energy to Chad when she's dealing with Chad. She's like, Chad does not like masculine women. And he doesn't even have to say that it is. It is. It's, it's just, it's, he's yeah, a masculine I'm man. Yeah. And he's not going to want to match with masculine energy. Yeah. So automatically. It won't come together. It won't come together. And I think if like on the back of what you were just saying, and there's also another flip side to it that just came to mind while you were talking. And I thought, but it's also not just down to the man, it's down to the woman because she's the one that's chosen somebody, right? And it's because she hasn't healed and she's still attracting that same type. But once she's fully healed, she will attract the man, the masculine man, that will then right why so is it like, entertain because you cannot uh, see who you okay. attract but you can no okay you entertain. entertain okay oh yeah because we can't control that that's out of our no. hands right but we can control who we entertain so i would say that and, and i and again i've seen this real time and it's so crazy because i've seen the most masculine women when they f- see a guy that they like soft as a kid but you do but listen as a woman i'll tell you straight when there's a guy that i like i get guys you get giggly you're well like oh i don't know it's all kind of like yeah you just like i've seen women in their job place be like do this do that do this but when i'm the guy that they like and he's like I, I want spaghetti. Yes, babe. What do you yeah. want your spaghetti? Do you want like little tomatoes? Like, what do you want your spaghetti? Like, no joke. Like, I've seen them become the most tenderest, gentlest woman when it's around a guy that they respect. Like, mm. I've seen women, you know, pick up guys that didn't have a core. I've seen girls pay for dinner dates. I've seen girls massage a guy's feet. You know what I mean? Like, because yeah, like, because you want to, because 
when you when you're with somebody you want to be with, these are the things you want to do for your man. Uh, and he would well, do the she same. knows that that masculine energy is never going to get her anywhere with that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because absolutely. I that women will be masculine with the guys they don't like. With the guys they don't like, they they'll be all masculine and dominant to push him away. Yeah. But the guys that she likes, she will be as soft as a kitten to pull him close. And, and you know what? I think that all happens. Um, subconsciously, I don't even know if people are really aware of that happening. Yeah, it's, natural. it's a natural thing, isn't it? It's very natural. I just get, you get flashes of like things that I'm having, you think, oh, that relates to that. And you can see how that's the people who are in your world because of how I was at the time. Well, that's what's yeah. crazy because when a masculine, when a, when a man switches from being very passive, docile, and switches to a masculine man, he doesn't need to beat his chest to prove how masculine he is. His energy and his words and his presence will just automatically display that. Mm. Like the woman will know, like just genetically, I'm dealing with a masculine man. Like in her mind, she will just be like, I'm dealing yeah. with a masculine man. And she will act accordingly to that in her feminine side. Like you said, you just they naturally. Each other. Yes. So, so it's, actually beautiful when you see it to be fair when you see a man and a woman who actually like got that pure masculine energy and that pure feminine energy and you watch them come together it's actually quite magical to even feel around like being around people like that i think it's uh yeah it's great well that's what you strive for that i always try to tell people when we meet masculine energy with masculine energy it looks off it's like imagine putting two hot dogs in one bun Oh, that tastes <laughs> It's gonna look off though, right? If you're gonna look at it, it's, gonna, look it's gonna taste awesome. good. <laughs> like you're gonna have like two hot dogs beside each other in one button, you'll be like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Brilliant. Or like when it comes to like like plugging something in, like two plugs don't like you need an outlet. Yeah. So that's why I was saying that they complement each other, but they can only do that if the people understand like woman's like i'm feminine and it's not conditional femininity it's just genuine femininity it's like yeah. a man he's genuinely masculine but the only way to get there for both parties is for them to number one i like to say uh dig up the past and then toss it away yeah so what i mean by that is a lot of people it's like let's say like a room let's say we had a room right and you're and this and this is your life you got like your like your jeans your shirt everything's all over the place right so that's your trauma that's your disappointments that's your bad relationship with your mother or your father it's just laid out all over your room and because you haven't addressed it you're sitting in a dirty room and the only way to do that is to start cleaning it up pick up the shirt of trauma pick that's up it. the jeans of disappointment <laughs> Yeah, you got to pick all this stuff up and you got to put it in the laundry hamper and you got to clean it and say, I have to deal with this. I can't keep sitting in this dirty room. And you know what? And it doesn't just work in your personal relationship. Once once you do that, literally, life takes a new, uh, new height, shall we say, because you're not carrying that stuff. And that was a, an amazing analogy you just gave, to be fair. Well, think about it. In the room, it's, when the room's It's clean, so true. Isn't it it's, easier for you to sit in the room? Yeah. 
I think I can say the same about my room at the moment. Yeah, because as, you're we, as, you, as, as you was describing, I was looking around thinking, I think I need to do the same. Yeah, you see, like the piece, though, right? You're like the shirts are folded, the jeans are put away, the yeah. socks are put away, like everything is clean. So then you could sit there in peace, and yeah, it's the absolutely. same thing with like, your personal and dating life. But if you have like trauma laying around, you have uh, you know all these things that you've gone through just laying around your room. How are you supposed to sit there in peace? But then I'm also going to top it off. How do you expect someone else to sit in your room in and peace. have peace? Because they're going to come into your room. They'll be like, there's genes of trauma. There, there's, there's lack of masculinity or femininity. You know, there's combativeness. There's all these things laying around and they're supposed to sit in this dirty room with you. Yeah. If you can't handle it, then they're not going to handle it. And if you don't feel good, then they're not going to feel good. And it's a simple, it's quite straightforward like that. So exactly. I think, yeah, it is. It really is one of the most important. Oh, I think it's the key to to life. Really, well, is to Peterson heal yourself. Clean your room. And it's this up here. Yeah, that that's the cleaning that needs to be done up here and in here. Get yeah, rid exactly. of exactly up here and yeah. in here. Yeah. Right? And as I said, that's why I wanted to dive in. Like, what does it look like? Because anybody could say, "Well, I'm doing the work." Yeah. But like, let's say I met someone and she's like, well, I had trauma, this and that. And I'm like, well, what are you doing for that? I'm just doing the work. But there's like no evidence. There's no. Yeah, what work are you actually doing? She's just, I don't know. I'm just nothing. I'm just. Yeah, like there's know. no fruit. Like a good <laughs> yeah. tree produces good fruit. Yeah. She would say, I'm going to therapy. You know, I'm reading this in this book. And I go like, you know what? Even things down to going for like 20 minute walks every day. It's, yeah. it so helps. But I Obviously, mean, like, like, real deepness would be therapy, first off. Yeah, yeah, um, it is. But I think if you, uh, on your way, walk to therapy. Because oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> the clean air to get there. I swear to you, walking has helped me in so many different ways. Like, honestly, and I know you're saying, like, therapy, but it, it, fresh air and being in places, like, a nice walk through the forest quite often, and that just... It helps you bring that stuff up and actually clean it out and be able to let it go because of nature, because of when what I you say do. therapy to address certain things, or you've taken a heavy interest in personal development. Those are the two things for me to say you're doing. Because think about it. I could have trauma and say, well, I deal with my trauma by going to the gym. That's not dealing with my trauma. That's mm -mm. me still working out. Mm -hmm. But me dealing with it is like reading content or um, consuming content that's making me say, hmm, I need to change my thinking when it comes to this matter. Or mm -hmm. sitting in therapy and saying, huh, the way they worded this or how they went about this is making me change my way of thinking. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people keep the same way of thinking, but say they're doing the work, but they're really not. They're just in their own head. Yeah, but that's going to show in their life, isn't it? At the end of the day, it's going to yeah. keep attracting. They'll just keep uh, attracting or picking the wrong people. And that's how you know you haven't healed. Work. Like, I think that's your um, that's your blueprint to let you know. Like, look, if you are still living that same BS Why? that you have before, then it's because you, you're not, you think, do you know what? It's funny because people, like, I've had it where I thought that I'd healed from certain things and I'd let them go. And then something triggered and I was like, wow. I thought that emotion and that connection that I had with the past 
I actually cut off. Actually, something triggered me again. So, but then I'm aware of it, which means that I can deal with it and then I can actually get rid of it. I can actually deal and say, okay, that goes in the garbage or that goes in the washing mm. machine to get cleaned, whichever which way around you want to No, no, that, that is very true. And, and before we go, I want to talk about the pro benefits that you get of a relationship once you've done the work. Huh. And the pro benefits are is when you come to that relationship, you come with a clear mind, yeah. you come with intention, you come with genuineness, and you also come with the ability, I'll speak for the men, the ability to assert yourself, leadership position, and the ability to walk away if it's not a woman for you. A lot of guys compromise and say, well, I'll still be with her anyways when she needs to go deal with her, her healing. Yeah. And, uh, and you can't fix somebody, I want to say. Like, if you're in a relationship and you know they've got trauma, and you think, well, I'll I'll fix it. You can't fix somebody else. Mm -hmm. They need to fix themselves. And it's not about fixing like that. But well, it, you're not a mechanic. Really, like, I'm no, sorry, I'm not a heart no. mechanic. Like, yeah, exactly. And or a mind, uh, you know, a thought mechanic. You can yeah. only the person needs to put the time and effort uh, and the knowledge get, get that knowledge and implement it. Only that person can do it. Nobody can do it for you. And if they're not prepared to do it, then don't sticking around and hoping. And then, because what happens is people do stick around and they do hope. And then they create this, we've spoken about this before, where they create this image of how they think this person should be. And they'll say, well, why aren't you like this? And why aren't you like that? We and have like, covered that. Yeah. Dating yeah. someone's potential. Yes. Dating someone's potential. And that is a no-no. So if somebody's not who they, who, you can see in your mind's eye what you expect it to be and it continues like that you can't keep battering them for it because that's who they are you've got to take that stand and say actually i don't want to be in a relationship like this i don't want to be with a person not that saying that person's bad or done anything bad they're just not on your page and they're not they're doing well, completely different directions to you so don't waste well, that's your time delusion. anymore that's that's delusion at that point because that's like me saying, I'm going to go date an OnlyFans girl. But I paint this image in my head of, I'm like, man, she's going to be this girl that covers up. She's going to like be so good. and do You're being delusional. You've created an image of this person in your mind to say, oh, man, like I'm dating this OnlyFans girl. And she's such a, but it's like the reality, the girl does OnlyFans. Like, no. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like if you dated a guy... And uh, he was a heavy, let's say, he drank a lot. Mm. But then you paint it in your mind, oh, man, he's going to be so loving and so caring and take me on all these dates. But the reality is he drinks all the time. Oh, God, it, it happened. I actually experienced that. Very short-lived. Didn't know that he drank a lot. Mm. Um, and, yeah, and I thought in my head it was like, oh, no, it's just, you know, I don't know. I had my own thing going on, and once I realized, you don't love it was the, like, the yeah, potential, I fell like, in love with of like, oh, he's such a good man. He is good, though. It's like we have such a yeah, we get on so well. But but actually, no, no. Reality is what he's showing me, not what's up here in my head. Exactly. It's like with Thanos and the Infinity Glove. Like we're thinking reality here, and it's like no, he drinks a lot yeah. and has a problem. 
yeah, has a problem, and I'm trying to cover that problem, and by saying, oh, we get on, that, that doesn't, that whether you get on or you don't get on, there's still a problem, and if I'm seeing what I'm, if I'm seeing something different to reality, like you rightfully said, you go into delusions, like, mm -hmm. no, no, you don't need to go there, you don't need to create this thing, because actually you can have the real side of what you want, just not through that person, you've got to just let yeah, go. Yeah, with someone on. else you can with have some, it, right? Yeah. And yeah. all it shows is if you live in that level of delusion, all it shows is there's more something wrong with you than them. Yeah, absolutely. That that's what it truly shows because if you're well, living yeah. in this, I'm gonna date them for their potential. But what happens if they never hit their potential? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mine was very shortly. Then you then you're gonna be with them for two years, three years, four years. Yeah. Never hit their potential. But you're like, I'm dating for potential though. Yeah. <laughs> It will happen one day. Yeah, and then the, you sound like yeah. a crazy lotto winner that's like, yeah. I'm going to win that millions one day. <laughs> it's, it's also, I tell you, we shouldn't be laughing really because um, people experience this, man. Like, I've just completely forgot my whole point just now. <laughs> well, no, I was going to say, I've seen girls date guys for their potential. The guy's a bum, no job, no yeah. nothing. And I'll ask the girl, why are you entertaining this dude? But he makes me feel really. Like, are, really? Those, are those feelings gonna keep the lights on if you entertain this guy seriously when bills need to be paid? Uh, no. Are, are are feelings gonna be a, a a good when you have a child to take care of and you are literally in a relationship with this man and it's like you're single? Mm. Let's yeah, see how think... those feelings serve you then. Yeah, I think you really have to, when you first meet people, like we've said before, go through that betting process, take that time, understand where they're at, have conversations, have like meaningful conversations, ask the right questions, like Look get to know. Who they are. Yeah, and when they're showing you who they are. Exactly, thank you, yes. Don't ignore it. Exactly, do not ignore it. Do not ignore it, yeah. And that's the thing. All these things we're talking about, if you do these things, you actually get the full benefits of a relationship because yes. two healed people that come together can actually last. It can actually be fruitful. Yes, and that's the point. It will be fruitful. It will be something you want to come home and see your man. He wants to see you in the evening. Even if you don't live together, you want to see each other. You want to spend exactly. that time together. And it's not based off of delusion or, or no, potential. It's, it's all it's real. real. It's real. It's real. And what you guys are creating together is just as real because you're, like Michael said, it's like you're starting on a whiteboard and there's yeah. a clean whiteboard there. And this is, you've got a pen, he's got a pen, and you draw in together what you want, what you're going to do together. And you fill in those gaps together by your conversations, your actions, and you move forward and you start creating a, a, an amazing world together. But you started with a blank slate. It wasn't, um, oh, I've got all these drawings on here from the last class that took place and, I, yep. and we've got to draw over it now. No, clean cut, blank slate. You're turning and that's up. exactly how it should be because when you don't do that, as Anthea said, the whiteboard situation, Let's say, for example, you date someone and they got all this trauma. They're coming into your room. They're dropping off bags of garbage. I got trauma too. And they're dropping off bags and of trauma. And it starts stinking, man. It starts becoming room. really smelly. <laughs> exactly. And they're dropping this off in your room, expecting you to sort through it all. Yeah. Like, no, we don't do that here. 
No. A relationship with, with, is not an emotional dumping ground. No. I mean, through like, like when you're with somebody and you're going and obviously you're going to experience things along the way, there's yeah. going to be uh, emotions through that, 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 that they're completely, they're new, they're new present ones that you're going to deal with together and you're going to move forward together and you'll be able to let go of those things together, not, you know, um, bring everything from the past and bring all this stuff and have it all hanging over you and then dropping it, like Michael said, in the room and then, well, you know, it's rotting and that is what happens to relationships. They start to rot. They start to get horrible towards each other. They start, it becomes nasty. It becomes yeah. everything that you don't want it to be. So rather than going down that road, choose the road of taking the time for yourself, get to know you, heal yourself, let go of your past traumas. Like it's just the everything like when we our, our emotions are to do with our memory we remember something we have an emotional reaction to a memory but that emotional reaction you're having to that memory of 20 years ago is happening right now which mm -hmm. means if it's happening right now and you're attracting to a certain degree well you're attracting then you're going to be and you're going to start thinking of those things you're going to end up living different circumstances but the same emotional response is going to take place because that's what you're creating for your world. Does that make well, sense? Agreed, and you got to deal with it. I know it sounds harsh, to. but we're not here to give you soft love. We're here to give you tough love. You have to, have deal, to with deal with it. You, you have to, you have to, you have to. The dating marketplace without dealing with your traumas because you create problems for everyone else who has Yeah, you. it's a knock-on effect, man. It's a massive knock-on effect. Exactly, like, exactly. You don't... People, it's like if you feel like you need a, a man or need a woman in your life, then no, it's not the I right time. I don't disagree with that, but okay. No, not if you really, not if you feel like you need, like that need. No, a desire and nice, it's like it would be nice and you know you could have, a, you know, you know you can turn up at the best version of yourself. And they I will say the we do need each other. Like I know some. Yeah, people once like you're in work. the relationship, once you're in the relationship, but yeah, if you're need in a need, other. yeah, if you're in a needy place before a relationship, oh yeah, for sure. Needy don't get into a relationship yeah. because you need to be in a relationship because you want to. Yeah, yeah for sure. like you're choosing it. It's like you choose. Yeah, it's a choice. Like, yeah, choice. absolutely. It's a choice. Um, and that's the thing so, yeah. we need. We need each other because, let's say, and we've used this example before. When the robber breaks in the house, you need your man. Unless you mm. plan on sending him off. Hello. Unless you plan on going down there and fighting him. No, 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 no. Not and it's like <laughs> a man needs a woman because that is his piece. So yeah. we complement each other. Um, but anyways, guys, we're gonna wrap this one up. Um, as I said, this one, this episode Fridays will be on uh Spotify, Audible, Amazon Music, and iTunes. Um, on Monday, so you guys will be able to listen to it. And you guys will still get the clips from this episode um, following Monday as well. Um, so look, guys, before I go, please like, share, and subscribe. Help us get to a 1,000 subscribers for March. You know, by sharing the content, posting it, liking it, commenting, negative, positive. Help us get to a 1,000 subscribers on our YouTube channel. And we're actually going to have a celebration party once Yay. we hit that milestone. So, guys, we're going to keep coming up with the content. The only thing we ask of you is if you're going to watch it, please like and share and subscribe to it. Thank you. It was a brilliant conversation today, by the way. 
And I hope you guys enjoyed. And we'll see you on Monday. Monday. Take care. Bye.